Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. There they are. There's those hands. <laughs> Wait, it's it's Adam the Podcast Bunny. <laughs> Somehow you come up with a new spin on the on the clap hands. Amazing. Breaking new ground. Breaking new ground. I'd like to introduce the entire audience to Adam the Podcast Bunny. It's good to be here and meet you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Podcast Bunny, let's do this. Ready to go in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello, listeners. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the show. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I got a new craps mat so I can play craps uh, with my friends and family, casino style. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I need to get one of those because then maybe I would do less moth betting. Well, yeah, it's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's helping me, you know, change one vice for another. I highly recommend it. Definitely. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. Maybe you should send me a link. of. I'll send you a link, brother. Where you got that bad boy. <laughs> Yeah, you know it. So a couple of things, Adam. Yeah. First, we are in the home stretch of the month of DeVilbus. Yes, the guy who invented hip hop. That's right. Peter DeVilbus. Uh, August is the month of DeVilbus. We have about a week left. And uh, so, folks, here's your chance to celebrate the month of DeVilbus. You have one week. Yeah. Join us in celebration. Raise your glasses and toast. Toast a man that deserves many toasts. There's not enough toast in the world for DeVilbus. Now, what what I like about it is that the month of DeVilbus follows Christmas in July, which is one of your favorite mid-year events. Yeah, it's 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 we're starting to get to like, you know, our our Honda, you know, sales events, you know, and like our holidays <laughs> and those kinds of things. Chevy so. Truck Month. Yeah, Toyota Thon, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So it's just that it rolls all the way to Christmas, you know, the Christmas in July. Devil- yeah. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Happy Honda days, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it starts with it starts with Christmas in July, then you get the month right. of Devilus, and then boom, here they all come. Yeah, you're just you're just one after the other. <laughs> no doubt about it. Okay, well, I want to go ahead and get started with the show because we've got a very busy agenda and related to Christmas in July, I've got a little something for everybody at the end of the show. All right, that's my favorite thing. All right, well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Let's do it. You can start off today with what I think is a really good celebration day is National Thrift Shop Day. Mm-hmm. Sarah Stapleton. Then tomorrow is National Dog Day. Tuesday is, oh, by the way, Adam, National Dog Day. Yeah. Then Tuesday is National Just Because Day. That's certainly something we've celebrated in the past. National Bowtie Day is Wednesday. On Thursday is National Chopsticks Day. Friday is National Beach Day, and you can wrap up your week of celebrations on Saturday with National Waffle Day, which I'm a big fan of. I mean, great week. I think we ought to name that on today, like National Thrift Shop slash Sarah Stapleton Day, because she was in the Macklemore video, Thrift Shop. That's right. So folks, if you don't know, then Sarah Hack for that, our good friend Sarah Stapleton, who's been on our podcast one way or another many times, is the female star of the Macklemore thrift shop video. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So we know a celebrity brother. Oh, for sure. 
I mean, and that's in addition to all the celebrities that have called our show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Yep. Which also Sarah has called our show. So she's on our list of celebrities that has has called our show. Yeah, we're yeah, we're not messing around here, brother. No, never have, never will. Okay, and with that, Adam, let's turn attention to this week in history. All right, well, why don't we do some rapid fire? Um, we're going to like cruise through this just like the Englishman who swam the English Channel in 1875. All right, we're going to keep on going. In 1939, first was the first televised Major League Baseball game, which is dope because we all love baseball. Followed by that, in 1955, the Guinness Book of World Records debuted, which is awesome because now we know the actual records, official for like basically the weirdest stuff ever. That same year, William Cobb demonstrates the first solar-powered car, which obviously paved the way for, you know, basically where we are today, which is pretty also freaking cool. Eight short years later, in 1963, Tof, you know this one, Martin Luther King Jr. delivers his I Have a Dream speech, which was kind of like the speech heard around the world. Thank God for that guy. Moving on, in 1972, Bobby Fischer becomes the first American to win the World Chess Championship, which is awesome. Then, in one of my favorite years, 1983, the first African-American travels to space, which is awesome. And now, Adam, it's time for the news. Cue the jingle bells. All right, Adam, I'm very pleased to bring you this surprise. I did not tell you this in advance, but good news for you and the listener. Bad news for Keith. (laughs) Yes. The way I want to set this up is if we've got any new listeners, I just want to establish with them because our old listeners already know this, that we take a hard line, but very controversial anti-Hitler stance on this show. It's true. It is very true. We are willing to go out on the anti-Nazi, anti-Hitler limb. Right. It might get cut off. We're going to go out there anyways. We're going to take a hard line against Nazis and Hitler. Yeah. And and then we usually end with the punctuation of in-your-face Hitler. In-your-face Hitler. So what I bring you today is Nazi quick hits. <laughs> Your face, Hitler. You lost the Olympics. <laughs> so Adam, a man named Adolf Hitler Unona has won an election in Namibia with 85% of the vote becoming the counselor in the Apunja Apunja constituency. Hmm. Please explain. Well, first his name is Adolf Hitler. That's his actual name. Right. Unona has no connection to his unusual namesake and did say, and I think this is good news for the people, he's not striving for world domination as no plans to conquer the Oshana region. Yet. You start with one region. The southwestern African country is a former German colony, and a number of streets and places still have German names. Unona said that his father had named him after the Nazi dictator, but probably didn't understand what Adolf Hitler stood for. And funny enough, his wife calls him Adolf. Calls him Adolf? Okay. Well, that's weird. So his father did name him after the former Nazi dictator. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, later you're like, 
<laughs> Adam, it's time for quick hit number two. Let's do it. Number two. A small town in upstate New York voted unanimously to keep its name, saying that the town founders named it after the Sanskrit word and not the hate symbol associated with the Nazis. That's right. The name of the town? Swastika. Yeah, see, you have to adjust the times because it no longer means that symbol of peace that it once did. Swastika was named by the town's original settlers in the 1800s and is based off the Sanskrit word meaning well-being. Believe it or not, it's not the only town who has faced this decision. In April 2019, a neighborhood in a Colorado town outside Denver voted to change its name from Swastika Acres to Old Cherry Hills. (laughs) Wait, 2019? (laughs) The part that I got hung up on? The former name was Swastika Acres. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. But like the Cherry Hills? (laughs) Old Cherry Hills. Old Cherry Hills, right, right. right. Yeah. That's so weird, dude. Like, why did it take like 70 plus years to get that changed? Well, I don't know, but Swastika Acres sounds like a retirement home for Nazi war criminals. (laughs) (laughs) That's in Argentina, sir. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Right. Right, so I, no, apparently it's not. It's in Colorado. It's, it's in Colorado, right. <laughs> I think it's just north of Moffat. <laughs> Moffat. In any case, in the situation in Denver, the area had once been home to the Denver Land Swastika Company, a company that chose its name before Nazis adopted the swastika symbol. <laughs> that sounds like you manufacture swastikas. You know? <laughs> right, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you have a giant field of corn, they'll they'll, they'll mow a giant swastika <laughs> into it. Mow or they'll like just carve them out of like, you know, wood or something, just kind of like sit there and whittle it. <laughs> well, it's the Denver Land Swastika Company, so it's something on a very large scale dealing with a huge piece of land. Oh, that's true. That's true. Here's further explanation. The term swastika is derived from the Sanskrit word svastika, which means good fortune, according to the United States Memorial Holocaust Museum. The symbol first appeared about 7,000 years ago and is considered a sacred symbol in Hinduism, Buddhism, and other belief systems, and is sometimes, to this day, it sometimes adorns the walls of houses and temples. I bet, like, Hindus and Buddhists were like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> right? When like, <laughs> Hitler adopted it, it's like, no, no, that's not what this is. Can you imagine? Oh, man. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's worse than crop swastikas. <laughs> you think, do you think it is? Don't yeah. you think giant swastikas that can see, be seen from space might be the worst kind of swastikas? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Actually, there, I, think, I think there is a worse one. The swastika face tattoo. I think that's worse. Mm, that's a good point. It's like, no, but it means peace. Because <laughs> you know you're getting punched. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Sanskrit. It's Sanskrit. <laughs> All right, Adam, how about Nazi quick hit number three? Number three. Adam, can I interest you in a -a one-of-a-kind relic from World War II? (laughs) Of course. Hitler's toilet seat. Recently sold at auction, this incredibly unique item sparked a bidding frenzy between collectors. The white wooden seat was looted by an enterprising young soldier from the dictator's private bathroom in Berhoff, I think it's called, I think it's pronounced Berhoff, Berhoff, his retreat in the Bavarian Alps, which I think is portrayed in Band of Brothers, isn't it? 
So I didn't see the end of Band of Brothers. Or I didn't see I didn't see them get all the way over there. Oh, okay, okay. And, case, but that place was looted for real. But I, man, I'd have a hard time believing the authenticity of that. Well, it was authenticated, and so no he he looted it, and then he shipped it back from nearby Bierstgaden to his family home in New Jersey, where he put it on display in his basement. Dude, I would do the same thing. Like, you're going to take down an, a, a, a terrible dictator, then you loot his house, and as a big F you, you take his toilet and hang it up. <laughs> you take his toilet seat and you hang it up as, like, a decoration. They talk about the ultimate form of, like, insult. That's awesome. Yeah, in in your basement in New Jersey. <laughs> See, you yeah, you could have said just Jersey, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's probably in a basement, you know? But like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it went from... It went from his estate in the Bavarian Alps to a basement in New Jersey. So it went from the throne to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to guess how much the winning bidder paid for Hitler's toilet seat? $750,000. That's way high. So I'll, I'll let you guess oh, okay. one more time. It was, it was a lot of money for a toilet seat, but not quite that high. Uh, $150,000. Oh, wow. That's low. Really? I mean, no, okay, not for a toilet seat, but like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, uh, yeah, any, like, that's like expensive for a toilet seat, but Hitler's toilet seat. But that's really the biggest insult of all, dude. Like, your shit doesn't even sell for much money. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, Adam, is that Hitler's toilet toilet seat was a bargain at nineteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, far far greater than he ever deserved. <laughs> no doubt about it. And Adam, how about our finally Nazi quick hit? Yes, let's do it. What are your thoughts, if any, on Kid Rock? Uh, I have mixed feelings. Okay, go on. Um, <laughs> I kind of got to respect the fact that he lives the rock star lifestyle better than like a lot of people that are rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I agree. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't mixed. That's just the positive side of Kid Rock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll stop there. So in addition to being a famous entertainer, Kid Rock's lengthy resume of accomplishments includes a brawl in a Waffle House parking lot, half-baked Senate aspirations, legal battles with literal circuses, and opening an eating establishment called... Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonkin' Rock and Roll Steakhouse, a five-story, four-stage, six-bar spectacle located in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, that is awesome. See? That's Rockstar. <laughs> okay, that's rock and roll, dude. You know, you made, a, you made a ridiculous thing that's probably at some point going to fail, but it's awesome. Because who doesn't want a six-story steakhouse? I know I do. <laughs> I, I definitely do. I You know, like, that's, that's something that I want to eat. Now that you said that, I'm going to be in Nashville. <gasps> I'm going to be in Nashville in a couple of months, dude. I got to go. Are you really? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm going to be there. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> so in August, in August, the month of DeVilbus, you were in Manhattan in Times Square. Yeah. And now we yeah. do a story on Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse. And you're going to, you're going to see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this day just got better and better. Okay, well then, I'm, I'm going to give you an assignment, which we've done periodically on this show. Okay. I think you need to do a road trip audio diary from Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk and rock-and-roll steakhouse. 
Oh, you know that I absolutely will. You you need I'm to bring gonna... home audio to the to the listeners of this show from that trip. Consider it L freaking done, bro. Okay, well, make a little note for yourself because now that we've promised it to the listener, they expect you to deliver. So, anyways, on with the story. So, this is the location where, according to an official police report, a drunken man supporting this I referenced this a moment ago, a Nazi face tattoo was arrested earlier this month outside Kid Rock's establishment after he pulled a colostomy bag from his pants and smacked Ew. two Metro police officers in the face with it. Oh my God, You would your life would end at that moment. You have forfeit your opportunity to live. <laughs> You've breathed your last breath. That's it. This is where it all went down. Yes, so imagine that scene. He's drunken. He has a swastika, a swastika tattoo on his face. <laughs> he gets in an altercation <laughs> with police, pulls a colostomy bag out of his pants, and smacks both of the police officers. Oh, dude, that I, that, I, I would lose my badge, but I would, I would go down for that. <laughs> well, as expected, the man was immediately arrested, booked on charges of disorderly conduct, public intoxication, and two counts of assaulting a police officer, and is currently being held at the Davidson County Jail in lieu of $4,000 bond. <laughs> All right, that feels like an appropriate amount of bond. <laughs> For assault with a colostomy bag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to you're gonna take a beating in prison, you know, in jail, but, you know. All right, so let's take this out. I just looked it up. Here's an example of a cocktail from Kid Rock Steakhouse. Sugar pie honey bunch. It's Jack Daniels Tennessee honey, triple sec, sour mix, and Sprite. I like it. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I'll drink that. So, go out, go to go to Kid Rock Steakhouse, punch a Nazi, get a cocktail. <laughs> Maybe for free. <laughs> I think if you punch a Nazi while you're there, you get a free cocktail. <laughs> you're drinking on the house all night. Yeah. So now you have two assignments, Adam: collect audio, punch a Nazi, <laughs> punch a Nazi. Yeah. Well, it, it's with great seriousness that I take on this role, this <laughs> this exact task. No one can do it but you. We're counting on you. That's right. uh, I'm up to the challenge. And with that, I'm afraid we've just run out of time for Nazi news stories. Ah, man, that sucks. I know, I agree. But listeners, don't miss next episode where we will reveal the identity of the one true Josh. Man, cliffhangers, bro, cliffhangers. And don't miss it. It might not be who you think. Oh, I hope it's Josh Hallmark. (laughs) I like him. Adam, how about next? You give us some birthdays. And here's our next birthday list, buddy. We got some really good ones on it. Okay. Again, rapid fire, but see if you can uh, pick out my favorite one this time. All right, here we go. Rapid fire. James Harden turns 32. John Mulaney, 39. Macaulay Culkin, 41. Alexander Skarsgård, 45. Cameron Diaz turns 49. Claudia Schiffer turns 51. Billy Ray Cyrus, he's getting up there at 60. Tim Burton, the weird Tim Burton, 63. Paul Rubens turns 69. Gene Simmons turns 72. Warren Buffett, 91. And last but not least, Jack Black turns 52. Jables. Jables. So there's a tie for first place on this list for me this week. Uh, Well, it's got to be Jack Black for sure. Well, that's that for sure. And, and I'm not sure why that's not your ultimate favorite. But I'm going to guess that number two is 
Gene Simmons? It's not Gene Simmons. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay oh, Culkin. I was actually going to say that because on Twitter he's the Incredible Culk. Yeah. Yeah, so the only reason why there is an equal to Jack Black is because Macaulay Culkin was in one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Oh, yeah, that's true. But but because of that, he's equal with Jack Black, your most favorite celebrity ever? Christmas kind of trumps everything, dude. Oh, that's a good point. That's just how Christmas you are. You're that Christmas. (laughs) Dude, Christmas is the best. I'm a hardcore Christmas guy. (laughs) You bring the metal to Christmas. (laughs) Dude, I'll punch you in the face with Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will slap you with a colostomy bag of joy <laughs> Just like shoots out like sparkles And like fairy dust <laughs> Ground up candy canes <laughs> Oh my gosh <laughs> All right, how about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) All right, thank you, Clay Groves. We have just one person who was born on this day, but is now dead. Lyndon B. Johnson died in 1973 at the age of 65. Today he would have been 113. Nice. LBJ. LB Jizzle. (laughs) Nobody calls him that. (laughs) Everybody calls him that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, you're right. Adam, we have just one more thing before we go. Okay. And it does relate back to the fact that last month was Christmas in July. And we've heard, so this this is a hotline. This is the hotline message of the week. And we've heard from this, I can't say person because it's not a person, but we've heard from him before. Okay. And now he's calling back. Are you ready? Yep. Hey, yo, this is Comet, one of the eight, you know, the eight from up north, when I say next guys, listen, that's, that's how I talk. That's how you know it's me. I listened to your most recent episode. Let me tell you about Christmas music. I hate it. I had enough of it. It's been going on for so long. I've been one of the eight for a long time. A long time. At least favorite room. Oh, man. Oh, my Bluetooth. Hang on a second. Tooth on this plate just kept tripping on, messing my whole car. Listen, I've been, I've been listening to Rudolph songs for a long time. Can you have your girl rewrite Rudolph, please? She's so good. And we need a rewrite of Rudolph. Anyway, this comet, one of the eight. I've met this for a long time. So long, I can't even think. It's like three in the morning right now. But all I can think of is that stupid Rudolph song. And that kid, you had that kid singing those Jingle Bell songs. He did a great rework of it. Make a redo Rudolph. Yeah. All right. This is one of the eight. Out. Comet. Calling in again. He needs some candy canes right now, bro. Boy, does he ever. He needs some Christmas joy. He's a little bit of a a Krampus right now, if you ask me. (laughs) Come on, Comet. If people missed our last episode, we kicked off at the top of that show with my daughter Ellie with some original Christmas songs. Yeah, they're going to be added to, like, they're going to be considered perennial favorites pretty soon. Yeah, and so, you know, Comet, I'll, I'll get with her. I'll say, hey, Ellie, Comet, one of the eight has asked if you would if you do a rewrite on Rudolph maybe something with his name instead yeah yeah I mean focus on comment see what's going on request received something's coming your way yeah that's what we do bro for example today Adam this isn't Christmas themed but uh, I heard her singing her newest song I think it was called Pokemon Butt 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 
Yeah, which could be about Pokemon like Gluteus Maximus's, or it's like a betrayal, you know, or like an argument. Pokemon, but 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 you know, or or you've got to listen to the rest of the song to find out it's Pokemon, but and then there's something else you I, you don't know. You got to listen. You got to listen. You got to find out. You got you, you got to download that new single on iTunes. Yeah, it's it's the only way you'll find out what what's on the other side of the butt. Yeah. No other way. All right, Adam. Well, that brings us to the end of this abbreviated episode of this week today. Boo. I know. I agree. How about some brief credits before we go? Come join us on our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the Jean Benet Ramsey Crime Tips Hotline is 214-531-3936. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This week today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rude for our custom logo. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host, Tof. You've been listening to This Week Today. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Hit me up if you want to play some craps. Deuce. This Week Today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. Adam the Podcast Bunny. (laughs) Next week, maybe you'll meet the podcast unicorn. (laughs) Teasing the head. Uh Making an appointment with the listener. Stay tuned. (laughs) Fkers.